Help us today, Father, no matter what lights don't work and what mics fail us. Help us to still our souls. Help us to make our hearts like a pool of water that's glassy still. That every touch of your spirit might send a ripple through our soul. We focus our hearts on you, Lord God. We set aside any distraction. We long to hear from you. I thank you, Lord, that you're already honoring that prayer that our praise team prays every morning, that each of us will encounter you today. Hide all this behind the cross that Christ might be lifted up, that your spirit might touch every thirsty soul among us. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, sometimes the, it's not really necessary to set the mood just right with the lighting and all that kind of stuff. I, I, go, to, I go to some worship services today, and to tell you the truth, it feels more like a fog hat rock concert. Not that I ever went to one of those, but just lights everywhere and smoke. And I got to asking God about that and my high and mighty interpretation of things. And he said, well... Look at Isaiah 11. Remember, Isaiah walked into the temple and it was filled with smoke. And I said, okay, Lord, okay. <laughs> Whatever it takes to focus this on you. Uh, but we're not dependent on any of that. God is still here. And we can still tune into him. He's here and among us, and, and that's the greatest gift of the morning. If you hear all the songs and all the message, but you leave without a touch from him, you're the poorer for it. You've missed the best part. And I don't want you to miss anything. I heard the story some time ago of a, uh, a great art collector. And I asked my mom about it. You know, she's a librarian. She's got one of those detailed file it away, everything mines, you know. And I said, Mom, who, who was that guy that uh, owned the art gallery and sent somebody in search of the one piece that he lacked to complete his collection? She answered immediately, oh, it was Mellon. And sure enough, there's a Paul Mellon there in the picture, son of Andrew Mellon, founder of the National Gallery of Art, Washington, D.C. So, so maybe this story's true. I don't know if the name's right, I don't even know if the story's true, but the story goes like this, that he had this vast collection and there was this one prize piece he lacked. And so it was lost to the world. No one knew where it was. He hired these art detectives for a global search to find this one piece of art that would have completed his collection. And he was thrilled to hear that only after about a half a year of looking for it, the art detectives had found it. He called them to his office. You found it? You found the piece? And, and, and they said, yes, sir. Well, where is it? He asked. And the detectives looked at each other as if, well, you tell him. And they said, sir, we, we, we found it. 
It's actually in the archives of your own gallery. He had launched an expensive worldwide search for something he already had. Now, I don't know if the story's true, and I don't know if the name is right, but if it was your name, would the story be true? Is your heart so missing contentment this morning that that you're on this all-out frantic search, and could it be that what it is that is your greatest treasure, what it is that you're looking for is actually something you already have? The truth of the matter is you have more in Christ than you'll ever lack in this world. You want a taste of contentment? You've come to the right place. If you want a taste of contentment, you're partaking of the right meal. On the night that Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So Lord God, this morning we ask that you help our memory. Not, not just a matter of our mind, but our, of our heart. That the greatest treasure we could ever have is ours. And nothing can take it away. Our greatest treasure is you. So bless us this morning, God, with your presence. As we come confessing our sins, would you cleanse us of all unrighteousness? As your scriptures promise, would you renew our connection to your Holy Spirit that's been poured out within our hearts. Will you remind us, Lord God, help us to savor this meal and what it means. That the knowledge of you might not just be a matter of something that we know in our head, but something that we experience in our heart. That deep satisfaction of you. Bless, O oh Lord, the giving of uh, this bread and this juice. Bless it and bless those who partake of it, that partaking of these symbols of your body and your blood, that we might be renewed by your spirit as your body. For our sakes, for the world's sake, for Christ's sake, we ask these things. And we pray as he taught us to pray, saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power 
and the glory forever. Amen. We invite you to the Lord's table. The center section will have the gluten-free option if that's something that you need.